0: Hello, hello. Welcome back.
1: We are here. P.S. We have no plan. Thank you for tuning in. We are back on our regular our regular schedule and it's very nice. I, I honestly like last week was such a refresher to be back and I'm, I'm happy like that we're doing it again today.
0: Me too. It feels like we needed the break, but I'm very mm-hmm. happy to have the sort of it's like a routine. It's nice to have the thing that you're doing consistently. You know, I was
1: just going to say, it's kind of a stabilizer. I yeah. feel like and I, I f- things are kind of going a little all over the place for both you and I, I think mostly you, and it's nice mm-hmm. to have something like that we can count on and keep ourselves accountable for with each other and just for ourselves.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And if this is your first time tuning in, um, I'm Peyton, I'm calling him from LA.
1: Yes. And I'm Emily and I am from... Nashville. Um, And we are, P.S., we have no plan. We are, we like to say that we're the big sisters of the internet, just giving not advice, but just lessons and stories of how our lives have so far folded out and what we hope for the future and kind of just like girl gaggle. It's great.
0: It's amazing, and this episode, we're planning to talk through some of our passion projects that we've each been focused on on the side, and motivate each other, and share our tips and like what we've done to get started and continue moving forward with those different projects. So yay,
1: welcome, right? Yeah, (laughs) here we are. Listen, please tell everybody else to listen. We love it; like it makes us so excited. And I um. It's something that is so cool too. Like we both have always had our own separate thing. And that's, I think, well, not, I think that's what connected us and that's how we met and everything. And so it's so beautiful that we're able to still do that, but can connect together through this podcast and and our brand yeah. and what we hope together. And it just shows like, you don't have to have one thing going on. You can do multiple and it, sometimes you have more attention on one or over the other, but it's okay.
0: I agree. I feel like you and I bonded over the fact that we both were creative a little bit yeah. more like, um, just like to have our hands in a bunch of different cookie jars instead of just one big cookie jar. And so that's, If you're similar, whoever's listening, I think this is going to be a useful topic or a useful episode for you. Cause I feel like most of the questions I get from friends are like, how'd you start this? Like, how'd you even know this was something you cared about? How did you know how to approach it? Like what was step one, you know, cause I think for people having a job, having a family, Mm -hmm. having their, you know, health and wellness stuff, all the different things, that's enough in a day. Um so maybe that's a good place to start for you and I and I'd love to hear from you like how did you start like what what how did you know this was what you wanted to kind of pursue on the side
1: Um you know it had been a long year, a long journey since I started working where I currently work in town it's a uh, office job a very lax office job since I'm in, am in the music business. You will also learn that I stumble over my words a lot. So <laughs> I'm working on that, but it's just something, it's something that I do a quirk, right? But I, I struggled a lot with that. I struggle with the routine of going in from nine to five, being with the same people, being in this space that you had to be in the structure. And it was it was soul sucking. It really was. I, I see myself as a creative person, but I really depressed that or suppressed that down. And I wouldn't kind of allow myself to explore that side of me when I knew that that's really who I was inside. Um, and I tried everything from having my own cookie company to drawing and painting, having like a home decor, Instagram, like you name it. And then the girl with no plan came about. And it encompassed all of those things, including fashion and how I've just loved showing my own personality through clothes and how I put an outfit together. And it's always been quirky and my own. But my message through that has always been, you don't have to, to follow a trend. You don't have to do what's in right now. If you like something and it makes you feel good, then put it on your body. And I think that there's a lot of power to that. God bless you. Payton's I think I, I think I muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody knows. No, now they do. Sorry. No, they. Don't. Um. No, they. And so I think that there is a lot of self power in that, and being able to just present yourself and how you want to. And I don't think that it's vain or selfish to have interest and put time into how you make yourself look. For me, it's important, and it makes me feel closer to who I am and who I want to be. That's something that you and I have talked about so much. Like, I don't know who I am yet. It's I'm still discovering it.
0: Okay. I have a follow-up question for you and then I'll, I'll share my answer, Yes, please do. So, so did you always know? Cause I think a big thing for people and we've probably talked about this, but I I'm forgetting what your answer is a lot of people's fear is being seen. It's like, I don't want to post on Instagram what I'm sor- sort of passionate about because I don't want to be seen. And I'm embarrassed by that. So how did you, it seems like you never really had that fear or, or you quickly got over that. Like, how did you approach it?
1: No, I still have that fear. Like sometimes when I'm taking my, my pictures, cause I do it all myself. I take my pictures like on a tripod and I have my lights. And most of the times they're inside because I am fearful of what people will think and them seeing me. And um I'm 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 self-conscious about it because I I do fear people telling me it's stupid. You're, you can't do this. What are you thinking? Like this is such a lame thing to chase, especially since it's on social media. There's sometimes just this um, scarlet letter attached to it, you know what I mean? But I just I have such an interest in it and a love and I'm I'm a big believer in magic and making your own magic and something I saw today was um, you have to risk it to get the magic and so I'm just kind of risking my oh I don't know like being comfortable my comfortability like it is still hard and I you know I, so i always think about what people are thinking of me and and whatever if i'm posting something that's good enough or i i don't know i i i i still struggle with that and i've always struggled with that but yeah you, you know like you like we both we you sometimes you just have to power through that mental block right and i know mm-hmm. that you have felt that in a lot of different ways and and like you're saying in posting in general and sharing
0: yeah, it's can it can be definitely scary and it's um and I realized as you're explaining this we kind of forgot to cue up what your project is. So what is so what are you sharing with the world? It's more fashion stuff, right? And you're connecting and and diving yes. into the fashion world a bit more.
1: Yes, more I'm I've been diving into photography a little bit more and aesthetics. So what I'm working on right now and capturing and just honing in is what is my aesthetic? What do I want to put across as my brand? Obviously, it is a little funky, but I want it to be more professional, polished, put together, and it's all about, you know, curating your look and how clothes can really make you feel better and enhance your life. And um I I it makes me feel that I am putting something out there that hopefully people will see and it'll inspire them to try something new for themselves, you know? Oh, like she put those two things together. I never would have thought of that. So let me put this on and go out and I feel cool about myself. And, you know, it's something small and it might be trivial to some, but it actually is something that is helpful and people are interested in and people have made very successful careers out of it. I think a lot of my not maybe pushback from others is that it is Revolved around social media. And like I said, social media has
0: such a, I think it gets such a bad rap, you know? It does. It does. It's a stage that offers a lot of opportunity, but also can look tacky, embarrassing, it can look cheap, and it can also be detrimental to your mental health. Like we all know, social media has all these different aspects of it that make Mm -hmm. it a loaded thing, even though it's just, a way to display what you're doing, you know.
1: Right. And it's it, it is the way now, you know. Like yeah. before you would take out ads in a magazine or a newspaper yes. or a, a a a TV commercial or whatever, but now it's social media, TikTok, Instagram. I opened up a lemonade for us and for myself and you know, all these new platforms are starting and it is the most efficient way to get eyes on you and what you are doing and to learn how to take advantage of that is really hard like
0: oh yeah right oh, yeah. like while also staying authentic and like true to your core which you just shared that's your message is how help people you know feel good about this and have fun with fashion and feel good and and use it as an outlet to express themselves and like how do you stay true to that yeah as you're exploring and yeah building content for all these platforms and like I mean there's so much to it that I think people overlook
1: Absolutely. And just staying consistent. Like it's really hard and posting one thing, how, like what goes behind, behind that to make it, it really is a lot. Like it's a lot. And when you do it on top of your job and your side hustles, and like you said, your family, cleaning the house, like just keeping up on normal things, your health and wellness, it's, it's something you really want to have to do because it takes up more time when you're tired or what, when you don't really want to do something else.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I totally agree with that. i I feel like, um, I can share to my, the project that I've been working on similar to, to Emily is like exploring this new passion. That's always been a part of me. And I related to what you were saying, like, you've always felt inclined to like, you've always felt a love for fashion. And I feel like I've always felt a love for movies and film and it's just an intimidating world and similar to fashion too. Almost everyone likes fashion and movies. Like it's like everyone universal thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, who am I to say I have a point of view that would be interesting enough? Or who am I to say that I have, you know, experience in this ways that you can just get in your head. It's not like a niche interest. It's a it's a widespread interest, but I've always loved movies and I've deeply, deeply related to them and deeply related to characters like find myself completely consumed by a movie or a TV series. Um and so yeah, my my side thing that I've been focused on is helping um create kind of social marketing campaigns for new movies. And I've partnered with a couple exciting people in the industry and I've been mentored by them and it's, um, kind of chugging along slowly, but it's still very exciting. And I feel like my first step to getting there was, um, again, what you were saying, like going to my core, like, what do I want to get out of life? Like, what am I really hopeful for? If I just release judgment around it, stop questioning, release the doubts around it. Like if no one release all that, what do you want to do in life? Mm -hmm. What, what would make you the happiest? And honestly, it was through conversation with you and I on this podcast where I feel like we both identified, this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so maybe we wouldn't yeah. have,
1: or I think we would have eventually gotten there perhaps, but it could have been a, a long time. And maybe if an opportunity came, we wouldn't have known how to, you know, take advantage of it or be confident enough. And I think us talking back and forth with one, one another, at least for me has helped me take like gain the courage to do it even when there's so much self-doubt and like you said comparison and it's not a niche department and there's so much going on but you can carve out your niche in all of these areas and I think that though is a very challenging
0: thing to do it is it is because you again want to be true to yourself yeah. and like, what what who am I what do I really want to you know what's my stamp on this world that I want to leave but um, and I, I can be a
1: chameleon at times. And I think that you can too. Mm-hmm. Like we can really dive deep in something that really inspires us or hits us to the core, or makes your heart just like beat. And then all of a sudden, oh no, maybe that's my path. Maybe I want to do that. Maybe I want to be exactly like that. And yes. so, and then you chase it and it doesn't really work because it's not you. And, and sometimes there's aspects of it that I think do work, but that's, that's always been something I think that has helped me out.
0: Oh my gosh, totally. I mean, right? I could not relate more to you when you were ex- explaining, like you started this project and this yeah. project and this interest and that interest. Like I've always been that will jokingly tell me like, w- at one point you wanted to go join Teach for America and be a teacher yes, and then you wanted to you know, and then you wanted to be like a freelancer. Then you wanted to work in movies. And then you wanted to be a writer, a novelist. And then you wanted, then you wanted to be a CMO of a tech company. Like it, it just different times of life. Yes. You and I you, very much relate to this. We'll like yes. go with our passion and we'll go gung ho with it. We'll be like, this is me. And then in a few weeks or a few months, or even a few years, you're like, yeah, this isn't me. This is not me
1: now. Like, I mean, I wanted to be a singer and then I wanted to move to Africa to save the chimpanzees. I mean, I have been just like you all over the map and it's, it's crazy too, because I think for both of us, a lot of them are not very similar. No. Right. Like they're very, very different paths that we've have wanted to chase, but that totally goes into something that we always talk about is there's so many facets to who you are. Like you're not one thing. Yeah. And you can and really change I change your mind.
0: You absolutely can. And I feel like there's a lot of people that relate to that of having many different hobbies and interests and passions and wanting to be seen in certain ways. And then, you know, I, I'm always someone that's like, be seen. And then don't look at me, be no, seen. Same. Don't look at me. Like I'll like go in between these different modes based on my interests and how well I think I'm doing at them. But I think the the interesting thing about the the common thread between you and I, and maybe these other people who have these interests. Is like we're self-starters. Yeah, I, I think no matter what the interest is or what the hobby or passion is, it the point is like we put ourselves out there. We're super passionate about it. We we dive in fully. We start something whether it's a website, a social media, a document, a you know screenplay, whatever it is that you're interested in. We actually go and try it. Absolutely right. Like I I don't think that that's that common, and I think that's maybe other people similar to us. I think they probably do that, but I do think that's the commonality.
1: Absolutely. Like we do, we try. And something that has always held me up is execution. I try, but I'm not a good executor. I'm not a good planner. And that's been something that has worked so well for us because you are a good ex, like you're very good at execution. And so we found like the yin and yang, it works for us, but I've learned through you like execution. I think we have both learned from each other in different ways. Um, just doing goes a very long way. And mm-hmm. it's so simple, but just having an idea and telling yourself, I'm going to do it. I think there is a very small percentage of people in this world that will do that because, you know, who knows what your support system is around you. And mm-hmm. even in your own mind, like, no, nah, I can't do that. Why would you think you can do that? You know, there is a not a lot of negativity around and I think that we are able to push that out a little bit and we're very lucky that we have supportive people around us
0: for sure. But I think we're, I think we are each other's person in that way. Cause I feel the same way about you. And I think my thing is I can get held up in in the planning process too much and be like, this is exactly how I want to do it. And this is the exact image that I need to put out. And I will work endlessly until it's that exact image. And you're like, let's just throw it out there and see what happens, you know? I'm sorry. There's also construction. It's in the back. It's okay. My,
1: my dog just whined. So there's okay. going to be a lot of sound effects.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's sorry. okay. We were, yeah, we're at home. We work um, at home now. No, I, I totally
1: agree with you. And and we yes. have found that those are both great things, but you have to have a balance of both for sure. Yes. You and might... then I saw this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-mm.
0: Um, the balance of both, I completely agree with and That's, that's, uh, I saw this clip on TikTok of Tyler, the creator saying that sort of around this whole thing that we're saying, someone asked him a question and he's so cool, by the way, I saw him walking around LA and I'm just like, ah, you're so cool.
1: Another um, episode of Peyton seeing stars. Oh That's something else that you will definitely hear on PS. We have no plan. Peyton runs into stars all the time. Coffee shops, airplanes. On.
0: I mean, it is like,
1: fantastic.
0: I'm ready to see him. Um, But, but yeah, so, so Tyler, the creator, someone raised their hand and was like, Hey, I was signed to a label when I was 15 years old. I got dropped by the label. Um, and now basically they told me I want to launch this clothing brand, but they told me I need to build a platform first. Um, otherwise it won't sell. And she's like, but I still really want to do it. And he's like, I don't mean to be rude, but that's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) He's like, if you want to do something, go do it. Why are yeah. you waiting for someone to tell you it's a time or a wrong time or a right time? And he's like, also, who's the person that said that? She's like, someone at my record label or someone at this label. And then he's like, do you like the way they dress? And she's like, not really. He's like, then why are you taking advice from someone who can't dress well?
1: Like That is so, I mean, that hits
0: hard. Yeah. And it's just so True. Right. Like, I feel like I seek advice from people, even if I do respect them, like my parents who are very, very traditional, I'll like constantly look for validation or advice from them. Like, what do you guys think I should do? What do you guys think about freelancing? And always they're going to be skeptical. Cause guess what? My mom's a lawyer and my dad's a businessman. Like mm-hmm. they went into the, he worked at the same company for 30 years. Like they, they are not to them. This is wild. Right. Yeah. So so it's like, I respect them, but I have to acknowledge, I don't want to work somewhere for 30 years and I don't want to be a lawyer. So why am I taking career advice from two people who don't have the career I'm looking for? You know,
1: I totally know. And like my, I have a very similar, my doors open, so my husband's <laughs> going to hear it, but it, it can be really challenging with me as well, because my husband hates social media, hates social media, thinks it's a very tacky platform and doesn't get it. And so sometimes it can be really challenging to be able to talk about what I want to do in my dreams when he totally doesn't get it and I interpret that as being unsupportive. I really do and it's been it's been a challenge and we've had to have a lot of talks about that and I know that's not his intention but it's when you have just such a different interest than somebody else and you understand it, but it's very foreign to another. It's very hard then to have, I think the confidence to go forward.
0: No, oh my God, a hundred percent. Luca always same thing with movies. Like he'll enjoy a movie. Like he'll sit down and watch a movie, but I will want to dissect every ounce of it and be like, did you know the backstory of this actor and this actor and the director was the same director of this? And, and, and then he'll just zone out and yeah. he'll kind of make fun of me, right, jokingly and kindly. But he'll be like, "Okay, like just chill out, it's a movie." Yeah. But for me, I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. This is essential. This is, <laughs> this is what is I want to do." Line. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I was like, I listened to that motherfucking song play 7,200 times. Did I want to do that? No. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Well, that's good that you have something to compare to. I feel like with since he's in the medical field with Luke, like I just, I can't listen to what he's doing. And so that's mainly because I don't understand it and it's yucky to me. Like I don't want to hear about bodily functions, no, but no, I, <laughs> no. but, but it's true. You have to give and take, like sometimes he'll have to share about his surgeries and talk about his life and, and vice versa. So. Right. Right. No, it, absolutely. And it
1: is true, but I think it's, it's good to have somebody on your side, like you and I, that is just kind of hyping you up when maybe you can't hype yourself up or mm-hmm. the person that's around you the most just doesn't fully understand what you're trying to chase. And mm-hmm. you know, cause sometimes you don't understand what you're trying to chase, right? Because right. It, it it's, it's so hard. It's not tangible. You're just going mm-hmm. after it and you're trying every day to just better yourself and better your craft when really it's just trial and error.
0: Totally. Totally. So, so, I mean, we're kind of going on tangents, but basically what we're both saying is like, yeah, find... sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's helpful. I just, I feel like some advice to recap, cause I feel like we can have, we can go into different zones now, but like to recap, to start is just to like, find what drives you in the morning, tr- find what's exciting to you. Like Emily's always loved fashion. I've always loved movies, even if it's big and grand, um, identify it and, and, and then like, take little steps forward to dive into your passion, whatever that looks like for you. And then surround yourself with people that speak your language. Like, Mm -hmm. I do think that that's really hard to do, whether it's going online and finding a friend like we did on on Instagram or, or, you know, talking to one of your best childhood friends who knows you on a deep level or your parents or your husband. But I think it's like finding someone who understands you doesn't, it's not hard to understand you type of thing
1: is is essential. Absolutely. And that's so hard to sometimes do. I, especially in the world today when there's so much going on around us and there's so much comparison, but I mean, to have those steps that you just lined out are brilliant. And I think they're even brilliant for us right now. Like we've already identified what we want to do and right. And we're starting those steps and we're getting a little bit of traction, but every day, you still have to remind yourself, especially on the days where it's hard or you don't really know what to do next. You always need to have a little reminder. And so then the third step, having that person that speaks your language and that friend, that's, that's important because then it, like I said, hypes you up and helps you just to push forward through that hurdle. And I mean,
0: that is what it's all about. I agree. I agree. And I feel like the, the, You and I are both saying like, it's not easy, like starting a side passion and doing something about it. That's not easy, but it's, it's still like, it can be very fulfilling if you kind of set yourself up. Right. And if you carve out the time, I find like, I'm much more fulfilled at this point in life than I was five years ago before I had anything else besides just my job.
1: Same, same. And that it's, I, I just love that you said fulfilling because. It's something that takes so much time and can be taxing, but you know that you're on the right path when, when you do it, you just feel good and it just, it fills you up. Right. And you feel, I don't know, the creative juices just are rolling and there's nothing, there's no better feeling than feeling, feeling like you are on the path that you are supposed to be on and you're not ignoring it anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Agri- ignoring it. Cause I think everyone has that thing yeah, that. Like whether you can trace it back to childhood, but that thing that's always been in your mind and your heart and your soul, like that's made you light up. Everyone yes. has something like that. It, it, and it's just you, it's tapping into that, which Absolutely. I think is the tough thing. But how did you tap into the fashion side? Obviously you've known it's always been an interest years yours, but how did you tap into it and really be like, this is my aesthetic?
1: Well, to be honest, I'm still figuring that out. Like, and I think that's why I've picked up my camera and I'm really working on editing and finding my own style because I want somebody to see my photo and be like, oh, that's Emily McManus. Like I do with my favorite accounts. Like, oh, that's absolutely Tezza. That's absolutely Mary Lawless. Like they have their, their look and you know what you're going to get from them. And I absolutely love that. And that's what I strive to be like. Um, it all started though, like during COVID, like trying to figure out what to do with my time. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have a job after this. So what do I like to do? And it just slowly snowballed. And I started getting a little bit more followers and I'm still like, it's a a challenge every day to get one follower a week or whatever it is. But it was just, I don't know, identifying myself. And and that's been, yeah, identifying myself because my self identity has been all over the place for my whole life. And just sitting back and working on it. And I, I, I feel like I didn't even key. answer your question. No, I, no. Like that's I, not.
0: I think that is answering it. I think like tapping into your passions for you looked like acknowledging who you were and and actually kind of exploring those things and, and having fun with those things and taking the time to care about who you are, learning right. about who you are. I right. do think that's a key piece of it is when people don't stop and ask themselves, who am I? Let me explore this.
1: Yes. Yes. And I think that you have done such a wonderful job about that too. And you've talked about how your life has changed with like more time to yourself. And mm-hmm. perhaps that has given you the opportunity to really figure out One, that you want to do this in movies and writing, and two, that you can. And Mm -hmm. do you feel like that this time to yourself has just kind of like ignited that in you?
0: Yeah, I think so. I do. And as cheesy as this might sound, I also have become much more like spiritually aware and just aware of like the universe and God and the bigger picture and higher powers. And I don't, again, know exactly my beliefs. And I know that's a sensitive topic, but I think connecting with my mind, body, soul type of thing. Again, this is going to sound cheesy when you say it It out loud, but this is, this is real. Like this is what has helped me is it's been mind blowing how much more confident and light and connected and grounded. I feel by doing these exercises, like doing more Pilates and yoga, writing every single night, writing my affirmations in the morning, going for walks and listening to music. I'll have different playlists depending on what I'm trying to evoke in my mind and I'll dream up stories and movies in my head. As I walk, I'll come home and write them down. I'll think like this higher power every night, like just doing things to connect me and mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. been wildly essential in just bringing my vibration up. Like I just feel more confident and happy and light and truly that's, that's helped fuel the passions. You know, it's helped kind of be like you can do this. Oh, you can do that. Oh, you can I don't know. Most, Does that make no, sense?
1: It makes total sense most definitely. And I think it totally goes back to you are making the moves for yourself. You were making those choices to spend more times spend more time in yoga, making the playlist that you kind of want to evoke what you want to create and listen mm-hmm. and, and think about and then you're coming home and you're actually writing it down and you're doing mm-hmm. the actions. And those then are the steps to get you to your dream.
0: Exactly. I I also think a a big piece of it is going back. I said this, going back to childhood. I think remembering who you were before life got in the way and before Mm -hmm. you were told by school systems or parents or whatever it is, this is the right way to live. Before all of that, if you can tap into that and remember that and journal about that and think about that and live in that, it is pretty interesting to see, at least for me, who I was before all of the bullshit. Because yes. I really do think I was like a goofy, free spirited, artistic kid that danced around like <laughs> my, my first movement type thing was ballet. I loved, oh. which I know is kind of more structured, but no, I love still expression. Self expression. I loved it. I love dressing up. I would dress up my little sister. Yeah, I would put yeah, on little same. shows. My mom found this vlog of me when I'm like 12. I'm like at Disney, I'm like, hey, vlog. I'm at Disneyland.
1: <laughs> hey, I love that. We used to make it movies. Was a vlogger. Yes, yes, exactly. We had the, with our neighbors, we would make movies every single day. We had the characters, like I could name them yes. off still. And like we made news reports and it was, Everything we would. And then when we were outside, it was the secret garden. It would yes. make things out of berries. Yes. Right. And it's, I, I think it's those that can tap into their inner child or not even tap totally. into it. Let it live. Like yes, you're an adult, but who cares? Like you're still the same person. You've had different experiences, but if you allow that to still live on, I think that that is a huge reason in why you become, successful in whatever your creative endeavors are.
0: I could not agree more. And I think whatever helps you get back to that state of being, whether it's music or movies, for me, it's both those things. Yeah. I'm a very visual person. So I like to visualize while I'm walking or literally watch a visual in a movie, but whatever it is like to get you back there, maybe for you, it's getting dressed in the morning or, or going shopping or online, whatever it might be. It's It's getting back to that feeling. Right. Absolutely.
1: And it's funny that you say that because I think things can inspire you that have nothing to do with it either. True. Right. And I, and I, I love like going on Pinterest and seeing outfits and photo shoot ideas to just spark and give me ideas. But like, you know, being outside and connecting with nature and feeling that like, to me, that's magic. And that is really what helps me, I think, focus and know what I want to put out into the world through my photos in my fashion and just my whole brand of what I hope the girl with no plan will become.
0: Totally. I totally agree. And maybe we can even make this a series on the podcast of checking in about our creative passions and like talking through the process of it all. Like we've done with wellness in the past and we've done with our branding in the past, but I think it's like, this is our new thing that we're yeah. both exploring um, together, but apart, which is just so fun. Um, it's so fun,
1: and I also just love though that we have like kept this going because it's very important to
0: me. I agree. I agree. I think it's that's another maybe piece, and we again we're going to have to wrap up eventually. But clearly, we both love <laughs> this topic, um, but that's that's the other thing is like um, making it important. Because right. I think often people will be like, oh, playing guitar or writing this or doing that. My side hobbies are just side hobbies. It's like carve out time. Yeah. Set I mean- a, like truly like commit to it. Right. Like I, oh. in my work calendar was like from one, one to two, I am booked. Same. Yeah. I, I have, you, know? you I put you in my calendar and yes.
1: you know, it's not that I don't work hard in my job of or course. make sure I'm doing a good job, but my main focus are my side projects. Yes. Like that's what I want to pursue and push forward. And so when I'm not working, that's what I'm putting all my time into.
0: Yes. I know you're doing the
1: exact same. And even when you are working, like if something sparks and comes up, you have to put it down.
0: Yep, You have to like
1: put it down on paper or that thought, write a picture, whatever, or draw a picture, whatever it takes, because That's, that's what matters. If, if there's something else that you really want your life to be about, of course, we all have to have this thing to keep it going and provide for ourselves in the meantime, but you cannot ignore what really like burns
0: your heart. No, no. And for some people it is corporate. Like I am surrounded by a lot of my, a lot of my friends like get a lot of fulfillment from going and having a job and being an adult and wearing corporate clothes and like going in nine to five. They, they genuinely love it. I think that's, the problem to me is we force kids who go into these higher education systems and mm-hmm. like really elite colleges and kind of no matter if it's elite or not elite, but especially at these like whatever superpower engines, it's like they push people into these corporate lanes and are like, this is your way for success. And it's wild. I'm like, yeah. what? what? That yeah. is not the only way to succeed. That is not the only way to make money. That, for some people, that doesn't work for them. It's just interesting that that's It's very interesting.
1: Goal. And I think yeah. like, and, I'll, and then I'll wrap it up. But I do think something that's very common from people that are very successful outside of the corporate world is that they just tried. They're like, no, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to try it. It's something that I love. So if I love it, there must be an audience out there too that loves that. And they'll buy into what I'm creating and they're just doing it.
0: Right. And they're not like they're not like these one-off stories. Like no. there's tons of people that can make it as creatives and successful creatives. Mm-hmm. You don't you know what I'm saying? The the, the normal traditional lifestyle people are always like, oh, it's just a luck of the draw, the that that random star. It's like, no, you can actually <laughs> kind it of
1: actually work. Yes. yes. And you know what? Maybe yes. if people are telling you it's stupid, then you're on the right path because yes. it's different. You know, it's different and it scares others, but you have the balls to go forward yes. and try and fall, but you just keep fucking going. Yes. And the, and you'll rise to the top. The cream will rise to the top. If that's <laughs> even how they say it. <laughs>
0: We're really bad with sayings, but we love sayings. We do.
1: We love them. They're all going to become bumper stickers when we have merch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Eventually when we make our merch, finally. Um, One day,
1: everybody. But this was so fun. And you know what? Honestly, needed. Because sometimes even when you're like, you're going, 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 you just need a little like kick in the ass. And this is my little kick in the ass for the day.
0: I agree. I agree. And hopefully everyone got something from this episode. And like we said, we can make this into a series and share advice and yeah. experiences. And cause I feel like that's a, that's yeah, we want to be open-minded. We don't want to be gatekeeping any of this. We want to bring everyone along with us.
1: Yes. And if, and once again, if you're a listener and you love the corporate, like honestly write to us. And if you want to be on the podcast as a guest, like we would really love that anybody, because we do, we love to have different views and perspectives and, and learning and see what the world is all about. And that's why we share this. And exactly. It's been a really fun 40 minutes with you guys.
0: It has been. Thank you for listening, everyone. We try and we will be posting a new episode every Thursday where P.S. We have no plan across all social platforms. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye-bye, everyone.